What does true wellness mean to you? I'm Claudia Cometa, and that is the question I will be leading with in the Minding Wellness podcast. Each and every week, I will bring you experts who will share their personal wellness journeys and their insights into what it means to mind our wellness. Health is a state of body. Wellness is a state of being. Let's dive into improving our state of being. This week on the Minding Wellness Podcast, I am bringing you part three of three for our patient advocacy series. And today we are going to end this series with the founders of Caribou, which is the company that is bringing healthcare advisors connecting to patients who need our services. I am one of the trusted healthcare advisors of Caribou and excited to be in that group. The founders are Christine Simone and Corey Blumenfeld. In this episode, we talk about how they came together as business partners why they chose patient advocacy, some of the initial market research that they did in truly understanding both sides of that equation, both from the healthcare advisor standpoint and the patient standpoint, really digging into those needs, what Caribou means and stands for, and so much more. I know you'll enjoy this and I look forward to bringing it to you. All right, super excited today to bring on the founders of Caribou. This is the third in the three-part series of our journey with Caribou. The first two were the advisors of the group, a group of them, not all of them. Um, And then now we have the founders. So I'm really excited to round this out with Christine Simone and Corey Blumenfield. And they will dive into all of the goodness that has led to the creation of Caribou. But first, we're going to start with what does true wellness mean to you? And I have been told Christine is going first on this one. So we're going to roll with that. <laughs> well, thanks, Claudia. Thanks for having Corey and I uh, here. I think that that's something that not a lot of people really think about what true wellness really means to them. But if I think back to you know the formation and foundation of Caribou, I think to Corey and I, and I, I don't want to answer on his behalf, but I think he might say something similar, is that true wellness is understanding what's happening, what's going on, understanding whether that's your body, a specific condition, how you're feeling, um, understanding you know your environment, your circumstances, and making an informed and confident decision in something, um, and moving forward with it, knowing that you had all the pieces in place, to make that decision. And I think that that really gives you that whole picture and that whole, um, what's the word, kind of just thought process and thinking through, you know, what wellness means to you, because you might feel good a particular day, but really when you um, are able to think through all of those pieces, then you can really reflect on that from the future, um, in the future from, from the past and really understand that that was, you know, true wellness. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Christine. What you got, Corey? This is why we turn to Christine for those answers. But, mm-hmm. you know, personally for me, you know, true wellness is waking up happy every day, knowing that, you know, you're doing things that, um, you know, feel good. Um, you're staying on top of your health. So overall, you're just feeling good. You're, as Christine mentioned, you're empowered to make informed decisions and you feel like you're in control of your life. And it can be challenging to do that, but you know, you really have to take the time to focus on, you know, getting to know yourself, getting to know what it is that you love to do and finding the right people to connect with to help you achieve all of your goals. 
Love that from both of you. So excited to have you answer that question. I haven't actually had been able to dive in with you at that. So thank you so much. All right, let's get to sort of the, the beginnings of this whole journey. So kind of share with our listeners and watchers where you guys maybe met, what your backgrounds are, how that meeting then led to caribou. So, and whoever wants to go first on that is perfectly fine. Then the other maybe could fill in any gaps, but sort of what, what, um, you know, events led to you guys getting together and deciding that this was the right next path? Honestly, it's just fate. Um, you know, the universe was in our favor, but uh, Christine came to apply for a job at the previous company we worked for. We didn't have a position open. And I remember meeting her for the first time and she was interviewing or just having a conversation with me and my co-founder. And I remember after that meeting, I told my co-founder, with her on our team, we'll accomplish some great things. So, you know, from there, we really worked closely together. Um, she was super passionate about healthcare, wanted to make a difference in this world, wanted to empower patients. And one thing led to another. And, you know, that was the formation of Caribou. We had an idea one day um, on this shared vision, and we just went with it. I don't know, Christine, do you have anything else to add? Yeah, I mean, you always flattered me with that story. But I, I think that if we think back to, you know, both of our academic um, experience, you know, studying science, um, wanting to be potential physicians, both Corey and I, because we thought that that was the only way that you could really make a difference or make a change in healthcare. Um, but thankfully, we both realized that we can potentially make an even bigger impact if we were to start something that could touch a lot of people mm -hmm. um, out of national or global scale. Um, and I think that we're both really excited for the opportunity to yeah. actually do that. I think that's a really great point to, to say, because I do think that as people just sort of des, you know, have a desire or a compelling wish to be in the medical field, sometimes it's like, you know, maybe because of experience with their own family, you know, I have to be a physician because of X, Y, Z, or I don't know of any other way to make that significant of an impact. And I think it's really important to point out that there are so many levels of healthcare from being in the trenches to being on a, on a, you know, larger scale that can make such significant impacts and that the physician route is not the only route, although it's fantastic and we need good physicians. It certainly is not the only way to impact a system that we know is broken and that we're trying to make better. So I, I really love that. I don't even think I knew all those details. So this is going to be super fun for me. <laughs> so, all right. So Christine applies to, to Corey and then they're like, what, I think we could do something together. You guys move forward, decide that you want to start something in the patient advocacy healthcare advisor space and kind of talk us through those next steps. So why specifically patient advocates and what was the hope for a, a company eventually named Caribou moving forward? Well, taking it a step back, you know, with our previous experience, all we did for, I would say, each one of us in our lives for, for three years was talk to patients nonstop, just trying to understand what do they need, what's missing. And, you know, for us, to be completely honest, we didn't know about patient advocacy as an industry until you know, a patient said to us they had troubles navigating the healthcare system. And for us, you know, over time, you know, because our passion was really about empowering patients, you know, once we found this uh, field, it became clear to us this was something that we could do to really help us um, achieve our goals. You know, the root word of advocacy is means to give people a voice. 
And so, you know, when we found patient advocacy, we thought to ourselves, okay, this is really what patients need. This is what can help them, empower them, give them control over their lives. And, you know, this was something that all the patients that we were speaking to, and I'm telling you, we spoke to thousands of patients over the last couple of years. It was kind of the missing piece. So for us, it was not about recreating the wheel. It was really about getting awareness out there that there was this industry, that there were these individuals that could help give individuals control over their lives and help them make informed decisions. Um, it really fell into our laps. You know, patient advocacy found us. And, you know, if we're thinking about what we want to achieve over the next little bit, well, we really think that everyone in North America will need a patient advocate, just like most people have their financial advisor to help them plan for their retirement for their future. Well, what are people doing for about their health care? If you don't have your health, then whatever wealth you accrue, it's meaningless. And so for us, our goal is to make sure that everyone has access to a patient advocate. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Obviously that, and I, I say the same thing. I say that patient advocacy found me and I feel very similar to that. And I honestly, I, all the people that I've interviewed over the years, I feel like those stories are seem always seem the most genuine when it wasn't like, okay, I set out to do X, Y, Z, and then I just made it happen versus mm -hmm. this just kind of manifested in a way I didn't know was coming. And those are always the most powerful stories to me. Not that doing the work and creating what you had in your head is not powerful, but mm -hmm. there, these are, there, there's a different level to that. I think anything you wanted to add to that, Christine? No, I think that Corey highlighted everything, you know, like he said, and like you um, repeated so eloquently, it really did find us. We were just there listening to people, um, hearing their problems, and then went looking for potential solutions to these problems. And that's when we found this profession um, and recognized the opportunity that there is for this profession. And that's what led us um, to, to build Caribou, to, to have this platform um, at scale because we think that that's the way that we can achieve you know what we what we set out to achieve what our passion is what we think true wellness is is kind of this global or, or national at least to start um, impact really cool and I, I'll say you know when I first met you guys I got an email from you all I didn't know what it was about but I, I'm I'm to the point in life now where it's like if somebody's reaching out to me I'm at least gonna stay curious and be open and so I'm really glad I had that conversation with you guys but what stood out with me when I first talked to you and I think it was Christine first is the amount of work that you guys have put in and not work out of just busy work but like the passionate work of market research in a way that I haven't seen before to really dive into what patients are looking for and what current patient advocates are doing and where they might be falling short or where the gaps are with the connecting to those who need them. So can you talk a little bit about that work, how, how you knew to do that and what maybe came up in those, you know, months, maybe years, I don't know how long it took you all to do that, but I know it was a lengthy process. What kind of came up that might've been surprising or that, that helped you move forward with this? So for us, it, Christine mentioned this before, it all comes down to listening. You know, as, as I would, was saying before, we didn't know patient advocacy was where we were going to wind up. But what we were listening to when we spoke to patients was where there was a need. And every patient that we talked to would say, you know, I'm diagnosed. All of a sudden, I have to make all of these decisions. I'm in shock. I don't know how to make those decisions. I don't even know if this is the right procedure for me, the right treatment option. My family doesn't know what to do. I don't know if I have the financial resources to afford this. 
And this was not just from one person, it was continuous, it was a constant pattern. So if you're asking what the research was we did at first, it was we listened to patients at first and really understood what they needed. And then we started reaching out to patient advocates when we learned about the industry. And we just listened. And every meeting that we had, we just were sponges. We don't know anything. We don't know much about the industry, but you know, we're there to listen and we'll continue to listen. And I hope, um, you know, even if we become experts in the field at some point, we'll still have that mindset that we know nothing. We're still hungry for knowledge. But, you know, when you look at the American healthcare system, you know, the facts are, are right there in front of you. You can see there are big gaps in terms of the complexities that exist, in terms of system navigation, in terms of the high debt that individuals are facing. You know, at its core, it comes down to, you know, the system is just really complex and people need help figuring out how to get through that. And, you know, going back to the comparison I made with the financial industry, you know, the reason why everyone has a financial advisor is because the financial industry is so complex for people to navigate. So, you know, the question we kept asking ourselves is why don't people have someone that can help them navigate this maze, help them guide them through these complexities? Because, you know, it, it seems that it, it's just common sense that someone would have uh, a guide with them to help them through these challenges. So for us, you know, at the core, the research that we did was just listening. And that's what we're going to continue to do. We don't have all the answers and we'll just look to find them from listening to people who are smarter than us. Yeah. And I think that some of the things we learned specifically about the profession of patient advocacy, um, and really, if you look at today's world in general, is that marketing is really changing. Um, a lot of the work in the advocacy profession has been kind of feet on the ground, local um, work. And we recognize that in those conversations. And I think that, well, we thought that we could make an impact if we could actually, you know, move this marketing online, move this profession online. It would expand the people that we were able to reach because we heard time and time again in conversations with many, you know, advocates who took the time, who stayed curious and, and thank you for doing that. Um, to speak with us, that they were having trouble. Um, they had patients that they were working with, but were they necessarily incredibly busy, so busy that they could grow their practice and have a bigger impact on, on patients at scale? Um, not everyone, right? So a lot of people in the advocacy business come from healthcare delivery backgrounds. You have a pharmacy background. There are a lot of you know, nurses or even physicians um, some people come from more corporate healthcare experience, like insurance, um, but there are very few that have any tr specific training in marketing or operations. And we were listening for some of those cues too, because just as much as we hope to impact patients, we hope to also have patient advocates grow their business as well. Yeah, I'd just like to add one thing. You know, I think you know our biggest takeaway that we noticed is this industry is very fragmented. You know, you don't have a lot of people coming together working together to raise awareness. And what we're setting out to do is to bring advocates together to really raise awareness to what it is that they do. Um, and I think that's something that's really, really important because if you talk to a lot of patients right now, they know that their problems exist. They know that they're having challenges navigating the healthcare system, but what they don't know is how to solve those problems. And when you look at what a patient advocate does, they solve those issues. You know, and I, I think a major part of our brand that we're focusing on is that patient advocates are superheroes. They're problem solvers, and they're going to go out there and solve the issues that patients have. And I think it's really important that we bring patient advocates together to achieve this goal. 
You guys are pretty amazing. I, I really love the listening aspect of this. And, and as you're talking, it kind of reminds me of a podcast I just recently recorded with a physician and she talks about, and we both talked about how in the medical field, saying, I don't know, is not necessarily looked highly upon. And so we're kind of taught to either know it or, you know, scramble and figure it out. But to admit that I don't know is not, is not something that is accepted widely. And so I love that you all are so accepting, embracing of the concept of, we just don't know everything. And I, and I, I mean, we don't, nobody knows everything. And even if it's something that, you know, we're passionate about and working in every day, there's still so much to learn. And I think of myself as a lifelong student as well, even in the areas that I lead, I know I can always improve. And so I love that about you guys. And I love that you spent the time to really listen to the patients because, you know, I've been involved in other patient advocacy organizations and while I don't think they are actively not listening, they aren't the reach outs, the, it's the proactive nature with which you, you all did this that I, I think really speaks volumes to, to how passionate you are about this. And we're so lucky to be a part of this, those of us who are healthcare advisors with Caribou. So let's talk about the name and what Caribou means. I know there's a little drawing of the, of, of the, um, yeah, behind Christine of the caribou, I guess, antlers. I don't even know. This is what happens when you live in Florida. All I know are gators. So, <laughs> but let, let's talk a little bit about the name, how it came about and what the meaning is. For sure. Well, as Corey alluded to, our caribou healthcare advisors are superheroes. So this was actually the inception of the caribou badge, the shield um, that our advisors have because they really are there to you know, break down barriers and solve problems for the patients that we work with every day. And so this was kind of the initial sketch of the logo, um, which I, I hope to keep on there for as long as possible, just as a little keepsake, um, because who knows one day. <laughs> um, but the name kind of came about in a variety of different fashions. When Corey and I first set out to really speak to patients and understand some of the challenges they were having, we thought that something that we might focus on was actually seeking care. So seeking treatment options was kind of one niche that we might be able to focus on. And that is something that advocates can do. They can help a patient identify potential treatment options that expand beyond just something down the street or your local hospital, let's say. Um, and when we thought to kind of animals that exemplify moving around migration you know a caribou travels one of the longest distances out of any or i think the longest distance out of any land mammal um, during migration so that really resonated with us and then there are also these star signs that um, identify a caribou as a guide so a guide to a pack which we find that our advisors are they're there to provide guidance, not medical advice, not you should do this. It's here's the information. I'm here to support you along the way to get from A to B to C, um, which also really resonated with us. And uh, it starts the letter C as, as Corey and, and my names do, uh, which we like. Claudia. And, and yes, Claudia. <laughs> I have two C's. I feel like I'm totally in now. <laughs> um, so there were a lot of stars that kind of just aligned um, for us with that name. And and um, it was unique. I think that that's something too that was important to us. It wasn't just, you know, some some typical healthcare company name. It was kind of unique, uh, and I think that that's important to our brand too. Yeah, I love that. I I didn't know the the sort of um, 
leader or like guide of the pack. I had heard the the other part of it, but I, I love that you, that, then this is just, again, reiterating the thought that has gone into this and it wasn't just throw it together, make it, you know, some acronym and nothing wrong with that, but that's just typical. That's what I'm used to in the healthcare industry. You know, it's usually like three letters and they stand for something very, you know, obvious. And I love that there was so much thought put into this. And I, I, I would assume, I at least can speak for myself that as healthcare advisors, that is what we hope to do is be a guide. And so I, I love that we are representing a company that fits along those lines. So really cool. I, I love that you guys have done that and put that <clears throat> effort into that. So through your market research process, and I know that, you know, we talked about, I don't know, I, I definitely speak that loudly and um, anytime that that fits. What what maybe has been the most surprising to you out of what you've learned so far? So, you know, you have, I mean, and the, uh, us as healthcare advisors too, you know, as we started our businesses, we kind of had an idea of what that might look like or what, who might come to us needing help. And even for me, I've been surprised by the, the kinds of people who have come to me needing help that I didn't necessarily forecast. So what maybe have been a few of the more surprising, either things that you've learned in the listening process or even in the business process moving forward as, as you've grown? I'd say the, the, like, if we're talking about just right out, right in front of you, things that we've learned that just are shocked us. And I'm guessing a shock to many Americans is just the sheer number of individuals that go bankrupt because of healthcare or the sheer number of individuals that don't know how to navigate the healthcare system. You know, recently, as of last week, Gallup released a, a poll that said 50% of Americans are concerned about going bankrupt because of healthcare costs. And then Accenture a couple of years ago released a study that showed that 52% of Americans don't know how to navigate the healthcare system. So in terms of facts and stats, when we see those numbers and, and you know, there is no clear solution for that. And in our minds, when we think of patient advocacy and we think of the industry as a whole, and we think, wow, there, there is a solution for this. If we can get individuals connected with a patient advocate, it really is going to solve many of these issues that do exist. We might not be able to solve them all, but, you know, I think for us, it's what surprises us are people don't know about this profession. They don't know about this profession and these, uh, this profession has the ability to solve those problems that are really well known in the American healthcare system. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. It's such a big, such a bigger issue than I, and I don't think it gets enough attention. You know, we have a lot mm -hmm. of large issues in our country and in North America in general, but the, I don't think, I think it's just an assumption that this is a mess and then we move on to the next problem. So I, I think that highlighting that is important. What about you, Christine? Yeah. To, to add to that, um, I think the most surprising thing is the resources that people turn to today to help them solve some of these problems. I mean, a lot of how we found patients to speak through was through platforms like Twitter or through Reddit. Um, they're turning to places uh, where you can't necessarily vet the information um, that's provided back. So if someone has a problem and they're making a post about something saying like, how do I, how do I do this? Or this is my situation with a loved one. Like what's going on here? Uh, people are offering their advice, um, some of which I would say is is partly true. Um, other parts, not not so much. <laughs> um, and there's some some people who could really use some assistance, and they're having to turn to these types of communities or these types of places because they don't know about the profession. So I think that um, you know Corey and I and our whole team really have our work cut out for us when it comes to raising awareness about the profession and educating people um, that this type of service exists. And hopefully we can give back in some 
shape, way, or form through some of these platforms as well, because we do recognize that not everyone can afford a patient advocate. Um, not everyone can have access to a service like this, but maybe there's a way that we can at least maybe offer tips or suggestions. Um, so I think that in our research, kind of turning to those platforms, and I've blocked out, you know, just, you know, even 20 minutes a day just to look there and see what people are talking about, um, seeing what their problems are. It's, it's pretty surprising, um, at least to me, to, to see that going on online. Yeah, super interesting. I mean, you know, I think when we go as consumers, we go buy a product, we look at Amazon reviews, you know, and so we, I, I think there is a culture of seeking out others' opinions on things. And um, then we we expand that to healthcare. And yeah, then it gets a little muddy because we don't know who's saying what and a review on a book is not quite the same as a uh, advice on, on a medical treatment or, or diagnosis. So yeah, really, really interesting. I don't even, I don't even realize I don't think I realized how widespread the social media seeking out of information was until you all pointed that out. So really interesting. All right. As we start to wrap up, I would love to know what your vision is. And I also understand that that can be very fluid and change, but what are you hoping for sort of the short-term and long-term future of Caribou? I think in the short-term, our goal is to make sure that you know, the individuals that we're working with, the advisors, the patient advocates that we're working with are able to build their brand. People start um, looking at them as subject matter experts uh, and that we have individuals um, seeking out the service uh, to the point where the advocates that we're working with are so busy, they need to bring on more individuals to work with. In the long term, our goal is that this becomes a resource that everyone thinks of. And it's not just about, you know, I'm in health uh, healthcare crisis situation. It's, you know, long-term planning, just like an individual would have that financial advisor. It's individuals knowing that, you know, for my, the long-term health wellness has to be something that I take into consideration. So our goal is that everyone has a healthcare advisor in the future. Mm -hmm. Yes, I agree with that completely. Christine, what about you? Oh, I would say the same. Corey stole our, our company answer. We spent a lot, of, a lot of time on our brand, a lot of time <laughs> on our mission and our values um, because it's core to everything we do, right? So every decision we make, it's not about me. It's not about Corey. It's not about our healthcare advisors. It's about our, our company values that we've put together, that we've put together together um, and that are shared amongst everyone. That's why, you know, we're so excited about the group that we have. And I think it's, everyone who, who sees that same future, um, who's part of our healthcare advisors, who's part of our team at Caribou, they see that future where you have a healthcare advisor and that's your go-to person for things related to your healthcare that works together as part of your team with your physician or a nurse or, or anyone else who's on the actual healthcare delivery side. Um, this is just as important of a role. Yeah, I, I love the highlight of that collaboration. I think that there is maybe a misunderstanding as people first hear about patient advocacy that um, maybe in some way it's antagonistic to the team or, you know, and, it, and it's really not. It's collaboration from day one of, you know, how can we collaborate with you as our primary interest and in our client? And, and then how can we collaborate with your team so that we're all working together because we all know communication and that lack of collaboration is part of the reason why there's a need for us. So, so I love the highlight on that. All right. Well, let's share with our listeners and watchers how they can find all things Caribou on all, all the places. All the places. Well, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram and we're on Facebook. Our handle is uh, get G E T 
caribou, all one word for Twitter and Facebook, but for Instagram, there's an underscore underneath. And our website is just that, getcaribou.com. So they can reach out to us there um, or even professionally on LinkedIn if there are people within our professional network. Um, we're working on right now very exciting referral programs with um, adjacent professionals like financial advisors, estate planners, whose work is really closely tied to healthcare. So if there's anyone in those fields who also wants to get into contact with us, LinkedIn's a great place or again, just on our website or um, reaching out on social media is lots of fun for us. Um, so any of those works well. Fantastic. Thank you so much for joining me and kind of going through all this. This is fun for me too, because I don't, I didn't know all of the details of this all, although I knew quite a bit and I really have been very impressed by both of you. And, um, especially because you look younger than me, I'm not going to ask your ages, but <laughs> it's not often you meet, um, you, you meet people who look as youthful as you both do with the kind of passion for this specific industry and the uh, work ethic that you both have. So I'm really, I'm proud to be with you guys on this journey. So thank you so much. Well, we're so excited to have you, Claudia. You're someone who brings teams together, uh, who gets everyone excited and who really has, you know, just as much of a passion for all this as we do. So we're excited to have you. And um, maybe one day you'll find out how old we are. <laughs> Corey's like, I don't know about that. He's not even, he's like, I'm done talking. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say thank you. And you're part of now uh, the quadruple C's. Because we got Cindy, yes. Christine, Claudia, Corey, and Claire. <laughs> so many C's. So, so many C's. But no, thank you for this. Um, as I was saying before, you're an inspiration for us. You know, seeing the content that you put out there, um, the consistency at which you do it. It's something that we learn from. It's something that we strive to be, and it's something that we're taking notes on. So just thank you for giving us this opportunity. And thank you for agreeing to work with us because you know, without that support, we'd have nothing. Well, thank you both. You're super sweet. I love both of you. I love your hearts for, for people in general, but for the healthcare industry moving forward in a much better way. So I appreciate you. We'll see how the, where the journey takes us. Thanks, Claudia. Thanks, Claudia. Thank you so much to Christine and Corey for sharing their insights with all of us, their hopes and outlook and vision for the future of healthcare and specifically the patient advocacy space. I look forward to doing more work with them and look forward to connecting with all of the amazing clients who come through the platform of Caribou. I also hope this three-part series gave you all as listeners a little bit more insight into the field of patient advocacy and the hearts that are involved. I look forward to seeing you here again next time.